Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. We're back. It's been a two-week hiatus, uh, one being the holidays. Uh, so I was a little busy during Christmas break, but I also tweaked my back. <laughs> so we've been, you know, not in commission the last, you know, couple weeks. You know, I've just been resting, not really been in the right mindset to do a podcast, but we're back. Back's feeling a lot better. Uh, and it feels good to be back right around the time where the Bulls are striving. Uh, despite uh, the NBA going through a COVID surge, you know, pretty much everybody's getting COVID, uh, players and coaches. Uh, Bulls have had everybody on the roster get COVID, so they've had to deal with it. But it has not stopped them from winning games, uh, winning their last five games, uh, coming off noticeably off a two-game sweep off the Atlanta Hawks Monday and Wednesday. Uh, good to get some revenge against a team that's beaten us the last four times. Uh, so COVID, not an issue for the Bulls right now. If anything, it's helping the Bulls. They're getting a lot of guys in there uh, that normally wouldn't get playing time but are playing in for certain starters. So it's honestly going to go great for our depth down the season. Uh, so lots to talk about in the NBA, uh, especially the Bulls. Surging at the right time, looking like a true contender, uh, not only in the East, but to win it all. Uh, we're also going to talk some football uh, as, as it's heart of bowl season right now, the college playoff starting tomorrow. Bama taking on Cincinnati uh, and Michigan taking on Georgia. Should be some awesome games. Uh, it's going to be another Bama-Georgia classic championship. Or we're going to have some new guys in there. Maybe a little Wolverines. Maybe a little Bearcats. Time will tell. Great day of sports tomorrow. Uh, and, of course, we have our Fickner Cup fantasy pod uh, championships upon us. Uh, we already know who our freak is. Uh, we'll get into that during the segment, but one of our last fantasy pods, it's crazy to think that we've gone through a whole season. Uh, it's been awesome. Some of us already mocking into next season, uh, but lots to talk about in the fantasy football world. So before we hop into the bulls and the NBA, riddle me that is now sponsored by points bet. Uh, recently, my cousins, uh, John Nolan, Josh Riddle, uh, out from Denver, have recently partnered up with PointsBet, uh, and they've recently given me this code, uh, YoungCons13, uh, Y-O-U-N-G-C-S-13. You enter that code into PointsBet if you're a new user. Um, you get two free bets, one standard bet uh, and one uh, points bet. So there's two different free bets that you can get risk-free. So whatever money you deposit, uh, if you lose that bet, you will get that money back. And, and you can either, and you can even split the bets if you want. If you put 50 bucks in, let's say, and you want to split the free bets, you can do 25, uh, two $25 bets, uh, or even four, uh, like $15 bets. Um, so, or like $12 bets, but this is really cool. You know, they they own their own website uh, and they're you know pu- and they're partnering up with points bet so you know they're trying to get their name out there uh, and so the more that 
referrals we get, the better it is for them. So this is a great opportunity uh, to put uh, this on the podcast. You know, they asked me to put this on there uh, to help, you know, promote their business. Uh, and this is a great way to do it. You know, sports gambling world is huge right now. Uh, and why not, you know, use a sports betting company like PointsBet, which is on the rise. Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen the Drew Brees commercials. Uh, so I'll be, you know, a- actively promoting uh, this on the podcast, on my social media. Uh, if you didn't catch the code the first time, uh, I'm going to spell it out again. It's Y-O-U-N-G, uh, which is young, and then C-S-13. Uh, I'll also, you know, when I post this on uh, on Snapchat, Instagram, I'll put the code on again just so you can see the referral code. Uh, but you just uh, block, you know, when you sign up, you'll see the welcome sign or, or the welcome tag. You delete that and put in this code. Uh, and you will be good to go. Uh, and, and if you have any problems with it, uh, like for me, it, it took a second for me to get my free bet. Of course, I lost my you know original bet I put down. But if you there's a live chat, which is awesome. Uh, you just tell them, hey, I, I want my referral. And they'll give it to you. No questions asked. You just give them the referral code. Uh, so really huge that my cousins are doing this. Uh, props to Josh uh, and John Nolan, uh, two guys that have been in frequent contact with points, but they've been... T- talking about this for a while and they just reached out to me the other day so let's go riddle family up to good things uh good vibes only uh really cool opportunity for everybody uh but that's uh points bet uh and you can just download the app it takes two seconds uh so for all you sports bettors out there which i know you're out there uh, hop aboard it's a really cool opportunity uh to have a couple of risk-free bets to start your journey on the gambling train uh, but back to basketball here uh bulls basketball it's all we need to talk about these days. Bulls, bulls, bulls. This is the first time in 10 years that I've consistently been able to talk about, you know, a good Bulls team. You know, they it, it doesn't seem to matter who they're playing, you know, or what the circumstance is. It's next man up mentality. And it's been working. You know, I didn't even notice that Billy Donovan, who, who has COVID, has been out for the last three games. It's like, who's the, you know, I was asking yesterday, I was like, Coughlin, who's the assistant coach? He's like Fleming or something, or that's his last name. He's just out there. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's next man up, either on the coaching staff or on the court. Uh, we've had a lot of new guys uh, come on the court. Troy Brown, he's not new, but you know, new to the world. He is coming out of nowhere off the bench when they needed him. You know, splashing threes, playing defense. Ayodisumu guarding up Trey Young the last two games, making him his bitch. I mean, that is just. It's so cool to see a rookie like that taking out a superstar with the confidence that he has, shutting him down. I mean, Trey Young's going to get his, but at the same time, Ao guarding him only got two points that first game. Uh, Bulls winning in Atlanta on Monday. Cam Reddish for the Hawks putting up 30, uh, but it was the Levine and DeRozan show both putting up 30-plus uh, and getting a win on the road. Vucevic, awesome. A million rebounds, a million points. Uh, and then Wednesday... Playing the Hawks again, not easy to play a team back-to-back games, especially with the type of offense Atlanta has. Atlanta stuck around for most of the first half, but it was the Bulls taking off at the end, going on a 20-2 run to end the half, ultimately winning the game easily. Uh, and it's just good vibes right now. You just you see the stadium. It's buzzing. People are talking. The Bulls are starting to get some media attention. It's pretty cool to see uh, the Bulls transforming to what they are uh, today, 22-10 and 10 right now. As I said, currently on a five-game winning streak. Oh, a winning streak that's been consistent over the last two weeks because they got multiple games canceled because of COVID. Uh, the Bulls, though, 
finally getting, you know, I think everybody, you know, Lonzo's going to be back soon. Billy Donovan will be back soon. And then pretty much everybody on the team will have had COVID. So a little herd immunity action. Rather have it now than in the playoffs. I think that's happening. I mean, mostly everybody you know, every superstar has gotten COVID now. Uh, so hopefully by the postseason, it'll be good. Um, but very interesting to see how this new variant has taken over the league. It's become, you know, a lot of questions on, is there going to be a bubble down the stretch of the season? You know, are they going to be able to play all the games? You know, in college basketball, they started postponing games. They recently changed that because that's just, you know, or, you know, forfeiting games. That's just, you know, not good for anybody uh, or or the league. But it is hard with scheduling because a lot of facilities host different things. It's not easy just to put a basketball game out, you know, in the middle of, you know, February when you need to get it in before the tournament. Um, but NBA seems like it's handling it right. It's not freaking out. Uh, they're going through business as usual, uh, postponing it if they have to. Uh, they do have time, you know, maybe around the All-Star break to make up games or towards the end of the season. But I think, you know, with everybody getting it now, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I think by postseason we'll have, you know, a lot more, you know, clarity on what's going to happen, what the quarantining rules are. Uh, and, and, and hopefully everybody, you know, will just be immune to it at that point. But who knows? I don't know anything about it. I'm That's just me as a sports fan hoping. Um, but ultimately, the Bulls right now, you know, give me give, give me the Bucks. We haven't played the Bucks yet this year. We've beaten the Nets twice. The Heat have had our number. The Sixers have had our number. They both beat us twice this year. Uh, but one game against the Heat and the Sixers, we didn't have a full lineup. Uh, so I'm not going to, you know, giving those teams again. I want everybody in the East that has a chance up against the Bulls. It's just been great to see that we, you know, it, it's a team with resilience uh, and a team that has, you know, it, do, it doesn't matter who's on the floor. You know, having guys like DeRozan and Levine, serious MVP candidates, you know, how they change a team and how it makes everybody play better. It's a great thing to see. Hope to see the Bulls strive into the end of the year of 2022. So for those of you that don't know what a points bet is, I forgot to mention this in the last segment. Uh, so a points bet is a little bit different than a, you know, a, a standard bet. So a standard bet would be like any bet that you'd place on DraftKings, FanDuel, you know, just a regular book. You know, you, you want to take the spread, money line, you want to put it in a parlay. Uh, so be it. That's your standard bet. So you get one risk-free of, of those bets. A points bet, because I didn't understand this either until I've, you know, I haven't used mine yet, but I've been looking into, you know, what exactly a points bet is. It's different. Um, it's a little bit of a more of a high roller uh, type of bet. Uh, so let's say I take the over of a game, uh, like in a basketball game, and it's 130. Uh, and let's say it hits by 10 points. So it was 140. You before the bet you place on how many on how much you want each point to be. So if you want each point to be you know let's say ten dollars uh, and the over hits by ten points, you win a hundred dollars. But let's say it loses by ten points, then you're down a hundred dollars, um, and so forth and so forth. So you can set that before you make the bet. You know, you can you know place it to fifty cents a point. You know that's probably where you should start. You know fifty cents, a dollar or two. Um, it depends how much of a high roll you are, but. That that's just to clarify what a points bet is. You know, I had to dive into it. You know, so for those of you that have any questions on that, reach out. It's easy to explain. But you know, of course, at first you're like, you know, I see these commercials. I'm like, what exactly? You know, what differentiates points bet from a regular you know site? Uh, and that and that's the difference is is you can you know just like you're doing a same game. You know, you can make multiple bets in the same game. You can now do a points bet with the points bet app. So just to clarify, um, but college football. Uh, college football is upon us. Uh, it, 
it already has been going through us, you know, bowl season. A lot, a lot of weird bowls, a lot of bowls getting canceled. Uh, a lot of bowls, you know, have players not playing because of the NFL draft, COVID or whatnot. Uh, so a lot of, you know, random bowls that really haven't really s- stood out to me very much. I've been watching all of them, of course, because I've been off the last couple of weeks to work. Uh, but now it's kind of getting into like the nitty gritty of bowls. You know, we have the college football semifinals tomorrow, which is what really everyone cares about. Uh, so let's hop into Georgia Bama, or sorry, Bama Cincy. Uh, 13 point favorites, uh, Bama is against Cincy. And, and I've been asking a lot, around a lot. I'm like, does Cincy have a chance in this game? They have a couple of the best safeties in the league. Granted, the competition's different. You know, they're not in the SEC. So it always plays a big factor when you're looking at teams. Despite Cincy being undefeated, you have to look at their schedule. And they've beaten teams like Notre Dame earlier in the season, who, you know, were right there for the college football playoff. You know, they've beaten teams on the road as well. You know, they beat, at first, which was supposed to be a tough win at Indiana, uh, early in the season, ended up not being one because Indiana should the bed this year. Uh, but Bama is Bama. You know, but 13 points is also a lot. So, you know, what do you take in that game? I'm not sure yet what I'm going to take or how I'm going to do it. I really want to take Cincinnati because it's just like, God, I, you know, who wants Bama to win again? But as soon as you take Cincinnati, it's like Bama wins by 50. And you're like, why would you ever bet against Bama? Uh, but they take Bama and then it's like since you, you know, covers or they come close to win, you're like, I wish I was rooting for the other team. So tough, tough game to bet on. Not sure where I'm going to go with that yet. Uh but, you know, should be an interesting game. We'll see how the Cincy, you know, defense holds up against uh, the Bama offense. I think the defense will do okay. I think it's where the offense might struggle for Cincy a little bit. Uh, but they had nothing to lose. So you have to remember when a team has nothing to lose, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, come out and play. You know, will they set the tone early? Will Bama set the tone early? going to be very interesting to see. Then we have Georgia-Michigan. More of an even match, I'd say. Uh, the public's definitely on Michigan here. The, the line opened up at 9. Uh, it's not, and now moved down to 7. It's been 7.5 for a while now. Uh, and I'm sure it's like, you know, for me, it's like, I want to take Michigan plus 7.5. You know, that's a great line, I feel like, for Michigan. Or even the money line, plus 250. But it seems too easy. Like, why are they making it so Michigan? I mean, and Michigan isn't like, you know, a huge underdog. I mean, they are. Cause it's Georgia. But Michigan has showed that they haven't been scared to play anyway. Their only loss is a sixteen blown, a sixteen point blown lead at Michigan State. Tough place to play. Kenneth Walker five touchdowns, so you know not a bad loss there. Again, not sure what I'm going to take. I'm going to see what the boys are taking. I'm not going to lie. You know, I like to make my own picks, but when it comes to these two big games, I really don't know. You know where I'm going to go with it. You know, I haven't decided yet. I'll figure it out tomorrow. Um, but I'm just excited to watch these games. You know, I want to see good, hard-fought games. I don't want to see blowouts. Uh, I want to see teams compete. Uh, you, usually these college football games are so hyped up, you know, these these playoffs, and then they kind of just, you know, shit the bed, you know, with so teams get blown out, or, you know, but I ho- hopefully these are good games. I want to see a good battle, uh, which will lead us into Saturday. Uh, a lot of bowl matchups on Saturday. Uh, it's always funny because you, you have the two college playoff games, uh, but then all of a sudden you have all these bowl games right after. And you're just like, wow, like right back into it. Uh, so a lot of games on Saturday. Uh, starting at 11, you have the Outback Bowl, Penn State, and Arkansas uh, should be a battle. Uh, Penn State favored, or Arkansas favored by two and a half. Number nine, Oklahoma State taking on number five, Notre Dame for the Fiesta Bowl. 
ND favored by two. Uh, that's at noon. Iowa, Kentucky, 15 versus 22. Also at noon, Kentucky favored by three. Utah, Ohio State, uh, Ohio State favored by four for the Rose Bowl. And then Baylor Ole Miss for the Sugar Bowl. I mean, what a slate of games. You're almost like, I'd rather see that than the college football playoff on Friday. Uh, always kind of, you know, as I was saying before, you see all those great games and you're like, why can't the college football playoff be just as good as this? Well, hopefully the games are good on Friday, but an exciting slate of football nonetheless this weekend. Riddle's Rant of the Week. Bang, bang, what's the My Riddle's Rant of the Week. I'm taking it to the Utah Jazz. Biggest bad beat of my life. It was on Tuesday. Jazz minus seven against the Spurs. Uh, Jazz up by 16 to 20 points the entire game. The entire game. You know, I thought it was a lock. I was already looking at the next slate. You can never do that. When you're betting, you cannot look at the slate ahead of you, whether it's you know the night slate. The next day, so as soon as you start doing that, the bet that you thought there was a lot curling going on turns to dust. Uh, and so the, the Jazz, up by 16 points with a minute 50 left, have to win by 7 points. Uh, Spurs, of course, probably the most peskiest team I've ever seen in my life. Can never win a bet, whether it's betting on the Spurs or betting against the Spurs. Uh, and I thought I broke the streak on Tuesday, uh, but I didn't. It just hurt even more. Spurs come down, drain a couple shots. Jazz, a couple turnovers. Jazz hit two free throws, up eight with 10 seconds left. Spurs come down, miss three shots. They get three offensive rebounds and a game, you know, winning for the spread tipping with 0.6 seconds left. You can't make it up. Uh, I was pretty pissed off afterwards. I usually don't get that pissed after losing a bet, uh, but this one hurt. You know, it was just like, come on, you got to be kidding me. Uh, but the bad beats, man, the bad beats are there. They're there to stay. It's part of the game. It's what you sign up for. Uh, but that is a rant. Uh, and a beat I will never forget. GeForce Spotlight of the Week. My GeForce Spotlight of the Week. I'm going to do this as a whole here. It's just that it's the holiday season. You know, kind of basic that I'm saying that, but I love the holidays. I love Christmas. I love New Year's. I think New Year's is a little overrated with what you want to do. You know, I'm, I'm playing just staying in, maybe go out to a bar uh, around midnight. Uh, but just the holiday season, you know, just puts me in the right mood. Uh, had it hurt back this Christmas, which really sucked. Uh, but I was still able to go home, see my family. Uh, they're, they're in the, you know, the midst of moving houses. So they already moved out of their house and they're living in an apartment. Uh, and even being in a smaller apartment, you know, it almost brings the family closer together with a nice... Uh, time together in the apartment. You know, I love that apartment. You know, it kind of sucks that they had to move out of that by the end of the year, or I mean, or you know, end of the year as going into the summer. That's when their house will be ready. Uh, but really nice seeing the family. Uh, despite me not being able to do anything on Christmas Eve, I just stayed home. I didn't go to church. I didn't, I, I didn't go to my uncle's. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I watched some Succession instead. Watched It's a Wonderful Life, the whole three hour version because it was on TV, so there was commercials. So that was you know forcing myself. To put myself in the Christmas spirit. Uh, but ultimately, you know, love this time of year. I hate the weather. You know, I hate that, it get, that it's getting cold. But, you know, it's nice and cozy. You know, we got family, friends, sports. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Enjoy every second of it. My flick of the week this week. I'm taking it to one of my favorite TV shows. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Season 15 
has been released. Uh, it's it's been released for a little bit the last month or so, but they've they've been releasing two two episodes a week, uh, and it's hilarious. It's fifteen seasons deep, and it's still funny. Uh, the gang a lot uh, of the season so far have has been in Ireland, so they've traveled to Ireland. They they do that in the show periodically, where well they'll just kind of be somewhere random. Uh, for a few episodes, you don't really ask questions. You're like, wow, they're still in Ireland, I guess. It doesn't really matter. It's the same shit, different place. But it still cracks me up. Uh, if you're looking to watch, it's on Wednesday nights or just on Wednesdays. They come out with the two episodes. So I'm not sure how many episodes are going to be in the season, but they've already come out with eight. Uh, it's been awesome so far. I still enjoy every second of it. Uh, one of the best shows of all time. Uh, I highly recommend watching the new season of Always Sunny. My bet of the week this week, I'm taking the two college basketball, uh, Michigan Wolverines taking on UCF in UCF tonight, Michigan minus three. I'm taking them first half, minus one and a half, get it out of the way. It might be a trap game. It feels like it might be UCF. Still doesn't beat anybody quality. Lost to the two pe- you know, teams that they had a chance to get a statement win over, couldn't do it. Uh, a lot of people, I, th- I mean, the spread was at four and a half. It's now at three. Uh, so people are definitely around UCF at home. Uh, but I like the first half. I think if UCF wins the game, they'll come back and do it in the fourth quarter or in, in the second half. But I think Michigan will take care of business in the first half. One and a half, first half, not a lot of points. I love it. Give me the Wolverines all day in this matchup. It is now time for my favorite segment on the Riddle Me That podcast, the Fickner Cup Fantasy Pod. And like I said before, it's not just me. That thinks it's a bad podcast. It's the world. The world talks. I listen. And it's just what the people want. It's what the people want. Uh, as Jalen Rose says on Jalen Jacoby, gotta give the people what they want. It's probably plagiarism right there, but you know, I don't think Jalen Rose is listening to RMT, even though he should be. I think this surpasses Jalen Jacoby. I, I, I watch a lot of Jalen Jacoby, uh, and it's one of those shows that's always on, like ESPN 2, 3 o'clock. Uh, and it's a good show, you know, pretty cheesy though. It kind of can kind of drag for a little bit. Uh, so let's see if RMT can give them a run for their money. Uh, and I think we can. I think we can do it. Uh, but back to business here. It's fantasy. We've been off the last couple weeks. A lot has happened. Uh, so let's dive right into the recaps here. Uh, the playoffs were decided. Uh, and let's just go through the seeding here. It was Luke Boyd getting the one seed. Uh, the Conundrums taking on the Caputos, the 4-5, and Team Cough Daddy taking on Bout That Action for this 3-6 matchup, uh, leaving it for Pastuovic, Big Ticket, uh, Minneapolis Mike Caputos, and then we have uh, Nasser, uh, McGee's Human Centipede, Holman's Krusty Clam, and the Sukun Saloon. Uh, so let's take it to the consolation first, because that's what everyone really cares about, right? No one cares about who wins, you just want to see who loses. Uh, so it was the Krusty Clams taking on uh, Big Ticket, MMC, Minneapolis Mike Caputo's. Uh, and it was a beatdown. MMC, you know, Tyreek and Mahomes going off, putting up a 140 spot, securing themselves a one-way ticket out of last place. So good job for Pastovic not getting last this year. Uh, it was his mission to make the playoffs this year. He had a chance, wasn't able to do it, but he was not the freak uh, putting Holman in the last base position, uh, taking on the loser of McGee's Human Centipede and yours truly, Sukun Saloon, uh, which was a battle. Uh, the Saloons banged up going into this matchup. Uh, not sure if we're going to be able to field a team, 
but it was the Saloons coming in with a 77-75 to victory over Nassar. It was ugly. It was gross. I hated every second of it, but we're not the freak. We're not going to last place. That's all that matters. Uh, it took Antonio Gibson 16 spot, I believe, to get me out of the hole. Uh, he almost didn't do it for me. He scored right away, but he got hurt, but he came back into the game, got me the points I needed, got me that two-point victory, allowing the, the Saloons not to be the freak, uh, which takes me to my freak matchup. Ethan Holman taking on Mike Nasser. I'm not even going to use the name. I'm going for the real names here. Uh, it's a matchup here where, you know, not a lot of time spent in the freak bowl for either player here. But it was a Holman Nasser freak bowl matchup that, that that the world wanted. And it's what they it's what they got. Uh Holman never Holman's first year not making the playoffs. Uh, so that is quite an accomplishment. You know, he's never won it, but he's never came in last place. And it wasn't gonna happen this year. It was Mr. Mike Nasser taking the L, becoming the freak. You know, I never would have thought Nasser has the freak. I never really mentioned, you know, he's a pretty consistent ball player. If he doesn't make the playoffs, which he usually does, you know, he doesn't go to the freak bowl. But it was Nasser, you know, who, of all things, predicted number one in the power rankings to start the year uh, is now the freak. You know, bad rankings by me, I guess. You know, I thought he had a good team, and I think we all thought he did, but he could never find that locker room mojo. He always struggles with the locker room uh, criteria. So need to find that going to next year. But congrats to Holman not being the freak. I thought it was going to be Holman this year. People wanted to see it, but... Holman survives, making Nasser the freak. Uh, so we'll see what the punishment is this year. Kuhn still hasn't done his punishment from last year. So going into that, I want to get into this now. Let's go into the regular bracket here. So we have, uh, we had Conundrum's first round exit to the Caputos. Easy dubs for Caputos, uh, Nick Fernando, 114-73. Conundrum's just a weird year, you know, winning most of their games, but doing it by just putting up shitty numbers. And he put up 73 again, you know, very low number. Uh, not going to get done in the playoffs. Uh, so cross the condoms off the list. The Caputos go on to play Boyd. Cough Daddy taking a hard L to about that action, 87.76 to 87.46. I mean, it just comes as close as it gets. Came down to the last night. Uh, but unfortunately, Dear Henderson not getting the nod over Sony Michelle. Makes no sense. We're all still questioning it. Uh, but it was ultimately about that action, getting the dub, taking him to the semis, taking on Kuhn. Uh, and so let's take it to the semis here. We had Luke Boyd, the commissioner, taking on Minneapolis Mike Caputo's. And it was a beatdown. A lot of injuries for the commissioner. He lost three people during his semifinal. Uh, Thielen, Robinson. No one feels bad, though, Luke. No one feels bad. The Caputo's would have won anyway. 146 to 76. I was saying it all year. How all it took was for the Caputos to get hot, and they got hot at the right time. Uh, if if you were to put a future on the Caputos to win the whole thing, middle of the season, you'd be a rich man. Uh, but team coming alive, made a trade with Cough Day. They actually worked for him as well. Uh, so good for Caputos making it to the final. He's deadly. Nick Fernando is deadly, going for his third championship. It's just one of those things where it's like he's boom or bust, but most of the time he's boom. You know, always has like a kind of a media. Well, no, eight and six is a good record, but he was mediocre all season. Took off at the end, ultimately in the championship. Taking on Mr. Sam Kuhn from worst to first, potentially. Right? Beating down about that action, 141 to 117. It was closer than it was. It was Kuhn pulling away late, uh, ultimately making it to the championship against Nato. And here we are. You know, we're in a dilemma here because, you know, we, we, we've said it all year. Kuhn never did the punishment last year. 
Still needs to do his punishment. And here he is going for first place. So if he wins, what will we do as a league? You know, lots to discuss there. Uh, Ultimate couldn't deserve it, though. What a crazy season for uh, for Tate's. Putting his money where his mouth is, you know, said he was going to make it back to the top. And here he is. Here he is back at the top, literally in last place last year, now playing for the championship. You don't see it every day. Uh, but what a season it's been. So, you know, it comes down to Kuhn versus Nato for the gold. Uh, who will win? Who will come out victorious? You'll have to find out next week on our last fantasy podcast of the year. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Great weekend ahead of us. It's New Year's. I hope everybody had a great year. Kind of a weird year. Moving into 2022, things have changed in the last two years since COVID, but it's still around the same. So when will we get back to normality? One will never know. Stay with your friends, family this weekend. Live it up. Everyone deserves it. I love all you guys. It's been a hell of a year. Next week will mark the 70th episode of the Riddle Me That podcast. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in this year. Uh, I see a lot of people's top podcast was RMT, which is really cool to see uh, that people are watching and tuning in regularly. Uh, It's an awesome experience for me being able to do this podcast. I hope to keep it coming for many years to come. I love everybody. Real Daddy's out. Have a happy, happy new year. I'll see you all in 2022.